0: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Another week, another set of matches in the Champions League round of 16. We have Atletico Madrid we have Lazio against Bayern Munich on Tuesday. Jimmy Conrad and Jonathan Johnson. We preview both games, all the information, betting tips, analysis, and much, much more. Stay right here. Tuesday, Champions League preview begins right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Que Lasso Champions League once again. This is our Tuesday preview. Jimmy Conrad, how are you, bud?
2: I'm doing great, I missed you guys this weekend. And I also found out this morning that Daft Punk broke up and I'm, I'm a little upset about it. I know that's completely off, top, off, off topic, but what? I can't believe those, I love those guys.
1: Absolutely, around the world. Around. around the
2: world. I think about Peter Crouch doing his robot dance when I think of that song.
1: Absolutely. Well, here's to Daft Punk. Uh, Absolutely. So, oh, that's so sad. Um, maybe we'll find out who are behind those helmets. We'll never know. But we will see. Hey, Jonathan Johnson, how are you, buddy? Hey there,
3: guys. Doing very well. Thanks. And yeah, of course, uh, Daft Punk being a French band, it's uh, obviously a national day of mourning now <laughs> over here in France. No, very, uh, very sad news. But you know what? I've already had one of my curiosities in life answered for me this early on a Monday. And that's what Jimmy Conrad listens to. <laughs> is what kind of music you're into and now you've answered it daft punk we share similar tastes i'm delighted to say yes i am
2: i'm delighted as well jj
1: i love it i love it um all right well daft punk from around the world to around the champions league as tuesday action kicks off and you know what we're gonna get straight into it, baby. Jimmy Conrad, let's begin with Atletico Madrid against Chelsea. One side drew this weekend, the other one lost. What do you got for us?
2: So this game first and foremost is Atletico Madrid's home game, but it's being played in Bucharest, which might be for the best. They just lost at the Wanda this past weekend against Levante, as you brought up the first loss in over a year, maybe even two years at the Wanda. So uh, yeah, pretty, devastating for them in some ways, given how well they've been playing up until this point. But they faced Levante last or last two games, 1-1 in Levante, and then now they lost 2-0 this past weekend. So maybe Levante is just that team for them. I don't know. They had 28 shots. Levante only had six this past weekend. Levante wins 2-0. Anyway, the, so the bookies think this is a coin flip. It's plus 160 for Leti to win straight up. The draw is plus 205. Chelsea to win straight up is plus 195. I just don't understand the bookies do they not know atletico madrid at all i mean these guys have made it to a champions league final twice and a europa league final three times that's five times total in the last 11 years put some respect on atleti's name you know what i'm talking about bookies have some respects and Luis suarez i have some some respects where what are these bookies doing (laughs) anyway so so with regard to chelsea i i they're obviously still unbeaten under thomas tuchel a little Uneven, I would say, against uh, Southampton this past weekend in their 1-1 draw. They're very good up until the final third. So much so that Tammy Abraham got pulled at halftime because he just wasn't putting his stamp on the game. That's a quote from Thomas Tuchel. And he put in Callum hudson doy for Tammy Abraham. Pulled him with 15 minutes. He pulled a sub. He subbed uh, Callum hudson Doy on and then pulled him off with 15 minutes left because he- his attitude wasn't right. Yeah, the that was the worst.
1: Buddy.
2: No, no, of course. And I clearly, he's trying to send a message. You got to bring your A game, and there can't be any drop off in any any way. But I wonder how that's gonna in- impact the team. And maybe hudson Doy starts this one. I don't know who's gonna roll out for Chelsea. So here's what I'm gonna go with. There's a safe bet here. Joao Felix should start this game he had three shots on goal this past weekend against Levante Chelsea's defense without Thiago Silva in it he's not going to be involved in this I think they will give up some shots I think they will give up some chances and if you get over one shot on goal from Joao Felix so yes have two or more that's plus 150 I like that one a lot plus let's let's be honest Atletico Madrid in the knockout rounds of a Champions League, in their home game, I don't care if it's Bucharest or the Wanda or wherever they're going to play, these guys love winning 1-0. I'm betting on that exactly to happen, plus 550 for that to go down. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this, and I can jump back in. But I just feel like Atleti, despite their two uneven performances against Levante, have been pretty solid. And if, if Chelsea can't generate meaningful attacks against a reeling, a team that's been struggling, Southampton team, what are they going to do against one of the best defenses in all of Europe? I just don't think it's going to happen. I think it he wins 1-0, but I'll pass it on to you guys.
1: No, no, it's a very fair assessment. And by the way, Jimmy's easy money, you can uh, see it all the way on K-O-Lazzo Pod on Twitter. You can also see it on YouTube as well, so make sure you check those up. But now I want to ask JJ as well. If you go to cbsports.com JJ writes, uh, he sets the scene for both games, uh, on Tuesday. And of course, uh, throughout the champions league with a lot more previewing these games. So JJ, what do you make of this? Atletico Madrid against Chelsea, uh, especially, I don't know, any key absentees. What can we look out for as we look ahead to this one?
3: Well, first of all, before we start chewing the fat, uh, about the game, uh, I want to agree with Jimmy in the fact that the bookies have missed a really obvious bet and that's involving Luis Suarez but he's going to the country of Dracula and nobody is asking for bets on whether he's going to sink his oh. teeth into one of his opponents.
2: Okay, let, let, let on, me see an how much... Let me see how much it costs if he gets carded first. Keep going, JJ. (laughs) All
3: right. Uh, No, so uh, being serious now about the match, uh, obviously a big blow for Thomas Tuchel to be missing Thiago Silva. You know, Silva's experience with PSG over the last couple of seasons that they've been playing together uh, will have, uh, you know, been something that he probably would have been banking on since arriving. But one thing that I will say in Tuchel's defense is Tuchel is very, very good uh, at creating game plans for one specific match. You know, we've seen in the past how he's managed to do that for uh, PSG against the likes of Liverpool. Uh, you know, we've, we saw it against Dortmund. We uh, saw it against Manchester United away a couple of times. Now, I think that Tuchel will have been thinking about his game plan for this clash with Atletico Madrid for a while because he'll have known when he took that job uh, that he was walking into a, uh, you know, a Champions League club. Uh, and that he will have the opportunity to immediately get them to the quarterfinals. Of course, he led PSG to the final last season, uh, and I think uh, you know that this one is, is is one where Tuchel will be looking at it uh, and possibly designing a, a particular game plan, which has a good chance of of, of coming off. That you know, it's very rare that Thomas Tuchel puts that much effort into something and it doesn't work at all. Uh, and you know, I think that he will be preparing a, a Chelsea team, and a Chelsea performance that will perhaps take people by surprise compared to what we've seen from them already in the Premier League. You know, like you said, uh, he's been, you know, hooking guys left, right and centre, not impressed enough by by their application to task. And that, to me, suggests a man in a hurry to to pick the ideal 11 for this match.
1: Well, we know, know Thiago Silva, right, as mentioned. And of course, uh, Christian Pulisic does return. We believe Uh, from Atletico side, uh, as you mentioned, Jimmy, Joel Felix is probably one to look out for Luis Suarez as well. Uh, Dracula or not. Uh, But where where is the focus in this game? Where is this game going to be won, Jimmy Conrad?
2: That's a good question because uh, there are some significant losses injury wise for Atleti. Uh, Jose Jimenez, one of their center backs, is going to be out for this one. Those Stefan Savage comes back into the team and should be uh, partnering with Felipe and Hermoso. And kind of, I think they're going to go with their back three. They've been playing a little bit more of a 3 5 2. Kyrian Trippier has been kind of the wing back. He's been playing very well, but he's out for this one as well. So it's going to be interesting to see. And I think the key man for me is Angel Correa. Sometimes he's partnered up top with either Luis Suarez or Joao Felix. Sometimes he's underneath. I like when he's not playing out wide. I like him when he's more central. I think he's more dangerous. And so I think that pocket, maybe right in front of the back three for Chelsea as well, because they're going to be playing in a three-five-two. 5 2 uh, it, that, that if it's Jorginho and Kovacic or, or, or Kovacic and N'Golo and, and how they try to lock up that space in front of the back four I think is going to determine a lot so I would that for me is really one of the key matchups and then I just don't know who's going to start is it is Giroud going to get the, the run out now in this one because Tammy Abraham didn't perform is Hudson Adoy going to come in Kai Havertz is also coming back into the team too so he's got some options you know Timo Werner does very well for portions of the game and I think he's going to probably start and Mason Mount has been very good for Chelsea as of late too so It's interesting, and and to JJ's point, and I like listening to him because I know he's got a lot of uh, valuable insight on Thomas Tuchel due to his time at PSG, how he tries to plan. And maybe there's too much. You know, we see it sometimes with Pep Guardiola when he over-tinkers too much with a lot of talented guys. They don't always know how they should move in a specific... Even these guys that are super smart and understand their manager... This in this particular case with Chelsea, they don't really know him. It's only been seven games. They're still trying to figure him out outside of Tiago Silva, but unfortunately, and I feel like that's the biggest loss. I'm gonna to start to go off on a tangent here. Tiago Silva not being involved, who really is the the, the coach on the team uh, on the field, because he can really get across what each player needs to do from a Thomas Tuchel perspective, since he has that experience with this manager at PSG. Without him in the team, you got Christensen or, or Zuma. Those guys are okay, but they're not Thiago Silva, especially with with the amount of experience he has. So I still like Atleti to somehow – this is going to be a battle. They they like to concede possession. Chelsea should have more of it. But they want you to have possession. They don't care. Then they're going to counter you, and Luis Suarez has been on fire. Joao Felix, I think, will get a couple good looks. And even though they weren't good in the group stages at Atleti, it's just hard to to put anything against them uh, with regard to a game of this magnitude. That's why I really like the 1-0 scoreline. That's a Diego Simeone special, by the way.
1: Diego Simeone, special. And by the way, uh, uh, Tiago Silva talking about a coach in the field, like that's the one thing you need when you face Atletico Madrid because they are going to try and bully you, especially set pieces, corners. They'll just try and take anything that they can get. And if you're feeling vulnerable, etc. Uh JJ, I feel like this side, you know, will just take advantage. I just see them like, you know, this wolf. That's just like, if you just show me one weakness, I'm going to exploit the hell out of it.
3: One other thing that I would say, though, uh, and I noticed it in the build-up to this match, is Thomas Tuchel is a guy who really likes uh, the mind games as well, to so say something and to use it either as a source of motivation uh, you know, or to try and put pressure on an opponent. He's talked about Luis Suarez in the build-up to the game, revealing that PSG were interested in signing Suarez before he went to Atletico Madrid. But he also came out, uh, I think it was uh, post-match at the weekend, and said he's basically not obliged to play a bunch of guys together, in his words, uh, just because they're expensive signings, you know, obviously targeting the likes of Habert, the likes of Werner, uh, you know, and I think that was designed uh, with this game in mind in order to get a reaction from them on the pitch.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, well, this uh, head-to-head is totally even, totally even, two wins each, uh, I believe uh, three draws each, 11 goals each. But, you know, it's just also uh, a mixture uh, of strategy. Uh, somebody that likes to be organized, understand the possession-based system, and the other one that's just like, I don't care what happens, we're going at them 100%. So with that being said, and with everything that I just heard, Jimmy Conrad, what's your final score prediction?
2: Oh, I think I've made it clear. I think I've said it a few times. I want to go <laughs> I 100% it on, on my bet right now. I'm going 1-0 at Leti. Saul comes back into the team as well. He's been... Uh, the heart and soul of that club in the middle of midfield for a long time. So he comes back in after missing the loss to Levante. He'll probably be partnered with Coke. And then you got to keep your eye on Marcos Llorente as well. He's been a revelation this season. And I think he's done very well from coming out wide inside. I like him against Marcos Alonso. So we have the two Marcos going up against each other. The wingback play, I think, how you create some width. But this could really come down to a set piece, right? Whoever's concentrating, whoever's switched on over a set piece could really decide this first leg and I know Chelsea's going to be looking for that away goal don't really I mean they care about the result of course but if they can get that away goal it really sets them up to to do some damage in leg 2.
1: Yeah and they might be a little angry after that Levante loss. One nothing Atleti to Chelsea. JJ what do you have?
2: I'm going for 1-1, guys.
3: Uh, I take Jimmy's point, uh, and I do think that Atleti will be tough opposition for for Chelsea to break down, but but I'm confident that Tuchel will have put in place enough of a plan uh, for Chelsea to at least get one away goal. So I'm going to go for the draw, the score draw.
1: I'm going back and forth on this one, guys. I'm going back and forth. I don't think it's going to be a goal fest. I think it's going to be sort of hesitant football in many regards. Uh, You know, there's going to be aggression from Atleti's side, but Tuchel's too smart. Uh, especially defensively to allow a complete multi-scoring, uh, you know, uh, evening. But I think, I think I'm going to go with two, one Atleti uh, against Chelsea. Let's see wow. what happens. And we'll and see. How- I mean,
2: the Chelsea haven't given up. Well, they've given up two goals in the seven games that Tuchel has been in charge. And one of them was an own goal. So they technically haven't given up two goals to, to a team or any one player uh, his whole time. So that's interesting. I like that one a lot. The one, one JJ, I'll be honest. I was thinking about one-one, but I'm gonna stay true to Letty and their one-zero wins. Uh, and then, and then I meant to follow up on this for Louis Suarez to get a yellow card to take a bite out of somebody uh, plus two sixty. <laughs>
1: hey, that's good money, right? That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good value. two sixty. Wait, I'm waiting
3: with bated breath for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't wait till it happens. It's gonna be amazing. Hey, everybody, I wanted to let you know about Paramount Plus. You've probably seen the journey to mount Paramount spots featuring Bill Cower, James Corden, Patrick Stewart, Beavis, and Butthead. Yeah, it's been quite a squad. But Paramount Plus is live sports, breaking news, and a tremendous amount of entertainment. You can go straight from game day to movie night with Paramount+. Plus. Stream iconic movies like The Godfather, Indiana Jones, and Mission Impossible, and new episodes of critically acclaimed original series like Star Trek Picard, The Good Fight, and The Stand. And get this, it's where you can dive into live sports from U.S. CBS Sports, including the NFL, March Madness, the Masters, and of course, the Champions League. Plus, stream hit shows for CBS, Nickelodeon, MTV, BET, Smithsonian Channel, and Comedy Central. And live sports, breaking news, and a mountain of entertainment, Paramount Plus streaming March 4th. All right, let's move on, everybody. No break. We continue here Tuesday. Champions League preview. and Let's go with uh, two of the best, if not the best, one and two uh, number nines in Europe as Lazio host Bayern Munich. Jimmy, let's begin with you and your easy money, and then we'll move into JJ as he sets the scene.
2: Okay, so I'll just give you the straight-up value right now, plus 350 to win for Lazio to win straight up, plus 305 for the draw, uh, Bayern Munich minus 140. So they're heavy favorites, and I don't really understand why. They haven't been playing particularly well. They're coming off winning the Club World Cup which I actually think there's been an, an incredible amount of mental letdown after winning that. They, they, at that moment were the current holders and still are of six trophies. And uh, when you accomplish something of that magnitude, what else is there? I, I, you have your international game, right? Of You want to win a World Cup to add to it. But I think there's just going to be this natural drop-off. And they they showed it against Armenia Bielefeld. Uh, they were down in that one, down 2-0. They came back and made it 3-3, but still kind of salvaging a point. It wasn't like they were in complete control. And then they lost to a very good Eintracht team this past weekend, 2-1. to We thought maybe they'd fight back because that's what they've been doing. But the fact that they're... They're just not making the plays. When I watch Bayern play right now, they're not following through. It's more, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and, and this is not just the back line. It's infecting everybody. Because when I looked at the Eintracht goals, it's just, oh, somebody else will make the play, or I'll just stab at the ball and hope that I get it, as opposed to doing the work that's necessary to make plays. And you can't always count on Robert Lewandowski to score three to, to save you every single time. So I take all this into consideration. You got Lazio, who have won eight out of their last ten. Uh, they lost their, their two games were against Atalanta and the Coppa Italia 3-2 to and then to Inter Milan 3-1. to They didn't deserve to win either one of those games. But outside of that, they've taken care of business, including getting some revenge on Atalanta a few days later, a 3-1 win. I like Simeone Inzaghi uh, as a manager. I think he'll end up taking over Inter Milan at some point or taking a bigger step away from Lazio, but he's done a really good job with his team. Chiro the hero Mobley. Me and JJ love Chiro the hero Mobley. We always talk about it when he scores because the guy always scores. I like him to score anytime in this one plus 120 because we know Bayern are not going to get a clean sheet. And then I'm just on the fence because I've learned countless times you never bet against Bayern. And every time I do, I lose. This past week, I bet with him and I lost. So I don't know. I'm a little bit on the fence there. I just think there's some drop-off, and I think Thomas Mueller not being involved really hurts. I think he's such a great link-up player, bringing everybody into the team, getting Lewandowski a little bit closer, or at least having that link-up play with the wingers and everything else. Without him in, maybe Javi Martinez comes in. Maybe Kimmich can step up higher. Goretzka, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, Chupamotin can be in. I'm, sorry, I'm going off on a rant because I'm really passionate about this game in particular. I'm probably going to go with a draw. And both teams to score i think they're gonna do it so i like that one uh plus 350. both teams to score and if you want to be safe and just go plus 305 for the straight up draw that's fine too but i think both teams will score and i think cheer the hero will probably do it Lewandowski will probably score as well the, the value isn't as good there but uh that's what i'm going with this is this is a really interesting game for me because they just played this past weekend Lazio against Sampdoria. doria claudio ranieri coach of samp doria obviously all that success he's had in his career, multiple clubs around the world, and and they didn't give up one shot on goal, and and I find that to be and they should have won two or three zero, it shouldn't have been a one zero affair. I like Lazio right now, and they're starting to tighten things up in the back, and I think that's going to be they're just the perfect time to play Bayern Munich. I'll leave it there. You guys can chalk now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, well, what makes this even uh, tougher to figure out as well is this is actually the first competitive uh, match between both teams, so we don't really have much of a history. Having said that. Bayern Munich uh, has been successful against Italian opposition away from home in the last Champions League matches. JJ, you set the scene for this one. What can we expect here? Any key injuries aside from Muller, of course. Uh, What can we expect as Ciro the hero Immobile against Robert Lewandowski?
3: Yeah, I mean, just picking up where Jimmy left off, really, it is a really intriguing match. Very, very difficult one to call. I've been really impressed, by the way, that Lazio turned their season around with that run of form, particularly in the league. I mean, if the more competitions they're in, uh, you know, the more distracted they'd be. And I think, you know, th- it gives them an opportunity of upsetting Bayern the fact that they've already gone out of the Coppa Italia now. Uh, you know, I think that they're in with a shout at the mo- at this moment in time. When you look at Serie A, I mean, that, that race for European qualification is already quite heated. Uh, and I think it's going to get even more heated between now and the end of the season, uh, especially when you look at some of the teams who are dropping uh, points at this moment in time. But, you know, also you're coming up against this Bayern side, perhaps uh, you know wounded uh, pride a little bit because of the the recent results. Uh, you know, and I also think that the intriguing thing that seems to be developing here at Bayern at the moment is there's a bit of a test of their strength in depth. Now we've seen Taliso who's been ruled out now for a couple of months with it through injury. Uh, no Muller for this game, so now they're being asked to raise themselves after that success, which Jimmy rightly, uh, you know, we, we was looking at. And it, it is a huge test for Bayern as the, as the defending champions. And I agree with Jimmy. I think that it's uh, it's a good bet to go with both teams to score. I fancy Bayern just to shade this one. Uh, I said in my preview, 2-1. Uh, but it really wouldn't surprise me if it was a, a score draw because it really is that close.
1: Yeah, it is that close. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the injuries, of course, Sergio Gnabry as well, Taliso. So it's just, it's, you know, Bayern are suffering from a death squad. but But... Uh, I, I stand with what both you just said. I supported the fact that there will be goals in this one. I just think whenever Lazio, I don't, Lazio has not faced as many teams who have that much tremendous attacking power as Bayern Munich. With that, even with all these absences, I mean, Lero Sané could have some fun out here as well. You know, he is a tremendous player that creates a lot. Lewandowski is going to score no matter what. That's what I just think. So it's more about can Lazio outscore Bayern? right? Because Lewandowski, doesn't matter who's in front of him, he's going to score. Whether they win or lose uh, is another thing. The other thing is that this past weekend, Eintracht Frankfurt showed once again so many vulnerabilities to, uh, to Bar Munich's play, especially at the back, especially when they just lose the ball. That's key. That's key for me. And Lazio should be able to take advantage of that. And Chiri Mobley, again, we say it all the time here, Jimmy Conrad, you just give him like half an inch. And he will take advantage of it. So there's going to be goals in this one. I'm still thinking about the actual result. Jimmy, any final thoughts on this game?
2: Well, I could keep an eye on Joaquin Correa up top um, with Chiro. Yep. Yeah. With Chiro. I think he does a lot of the maybe thankless work. He doesn't hit the score sheet, doesn't get a lot of assists, but he does stretch defenses. And I think that opens up a lot of space for um, Chiro, the hero, to do his thing. Luis Alberto, he ends up creating more goal scoring opportunities than any other player on the team. And then you got to look at uh, Milinkovic Savage, who is good on set pieces. Uh, free kicks you know and he he is a very very i'm honestly still surprised he's on lazio still i thought he would have been sold a long time ago and really he's coming into his own this season so they have some very good players that i think that byron could have some trouble with and i'm curious to see are they just going to come in on reputation when does that sharpness click in i think for a lot of things with regard to byron They've done so well, they're like, oh, we're going to get hit the switch and we can, we're Bayern, right? We can do it whenever we want. We'll turn the switch on and we'll score a whole bunch of goals and we'll end up winning. They've been doing that for a while now. We, we've seen that whole season where they just, it needed like one or two goals to get scored against them for them to wake up and like, all right, fine, we'll score six goals, you know, and we'll win the game or whatever. And that's starting to, I don't know, it's starting to not work as much and they're starting to put themselves in bigger holes. And I think against a team like Lazio, who has the sense that Bayern are vulnerable right now. I really feel like this Lazio team are going to be up for it. I think Inzaghi's very, very good tactically. And I think he's got a team that's bought in. And not only are they trying to actually take a deep run. This is their first time in the knockout round since 2000, by the way, Lazio. Yeah. So this is a, this is a monumental uh, moment for them. They're also trying to get into the top four and, and be relevant also in Serie A, which is still feeling kind of wide open. So outside of Inter Milan, starting to create a little bit of a gap. There's a lot to play for here, and I think their form indicates that there's going to be a good test. I could see Bayern doing it, of course. Like I said before, you never bet against Bayern. You're right, one of the three certainties in life. But I just think that maybe Bayern doesn't lose this game. They're still get an important away goal, and I still see Bayern probably going through on the tie. But I think lots are going to be up for this one.
1: Up for this one, of course. The the point about uh, you know being returning to the Champions League knockout stages for the first time in 21 years is a major thing because I'm wondering if emotion. Uh, And just the the fact that they're there now against the defending champion of the Champions League will take any part of this narrative. Jonathan Johnson, any final thoughts on this game as we look to wrap up and uh, think of the score predictions?
3: I do think that there will be some emotion attached to this from a Lazio point of view, but I think that's one of the big tragedies uh, of, of soccer in, in this moment in time. There's so many of these games where the fans would make a huge difference if they were present, mm-hmm. uh, and Lazio not having supporters for this game, uh, you know, is obviously a huge shame, as as we've seen for for a number of other matches as well. You know, we, we don't know how Barcelona PSG would have turned out had the camp now been full. Uh you know, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's something we'll, we'll never know until fans are allowed back in the stadium, which is still a few months away at the very least. So I, I'd say that there will be some emotion attached to this, just not as much emotion as there would have been had we been in the normal circumstances.
1: Yeah, no, good point. All right, let's finish it up with score predictions here. Final one, drum roll. Here we go, Jimmy Conrad.
2: Uh, I mean, I got one, one. But that feels like it's too low scoring for teams with this type of quality on the attacking side of the ball. So I'll say 2-2, two, two, but I think it's a draw for sure and both teams to score.
1: Okay, okay. Jonathan Johnson? I'm sort of in
3: between the two. I'm going 2-1 Bayern.
1: Yep, I'm doing exactly the same thing. Uh, I was gonna go for the draw, but it's just, it's Bayern Munich, man.
2: Like <laughs> I can't wait to be right after, after <laughs> <laughs> the pod, after the, all the games.
3: <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't mind being wrong uh, about this one. I'd love to see Lazio really give them a run for their money and potentially uh, make it through to the quarters.
2: Absolutely.
1: I want Lazio to go through. I just I just don't know if it's going to be enough to do it in two legs against a side that, yes, ensuring vulnerabilities, but they're still barring Munich. Um, all right. Well, that was Tuesday champions league before we leave you final words, final thoughts, Jimmy Conrad, as we say goodbye, make sure that everybody watches on YouTube, goes to cbssports.com looks at Jimmy's easy money. Any final thoughts here, Jimmy Conrad?
2: No, I think I've talked enough. So I'm going to just, I'm going to release the microphone to you guys instead
1: and play some Daft Punk, right? (laughs) That's it. Uh, Jonathan Johnson.
3: Now, likewise, guys, I think we've, uh, you know, covered everything really well. Uh, just very excited for another week of Champions League action. Last week was fantastic, actually better than I thought over the two, the two days. So, you know, bring it on.
1: Absolutely. Bring it on. And we'll leave you with that. Thank you, boys. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. Thank you, JJ. Thanks a lot everybody i want to thank jimmy conrad and jonathan johnson for joining me today don't forget to follow us on twitter kegolaso pod go to apple podcasts and please subscribe leave a rating and review it really helps us to grow the show we're on spotify stitcher we're on youtube.com forward slash kegolaso Sports.com. we're everywhere make sure that you keep listening keep watching and enjoy the champions league we'll see you next time